All right. All right. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are in the world. I hope you're having a fantastic day. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades, over on Twitter. And we are here back with another Rare Fud Radio, a back to back days. We're just doing a Thanksgiving Day special today uh, in order in lieu of tomorrow's episode, just because it is Thanksgiving here in the States. And uh, we're going to be gone. We're going to be out of pocket. So uh, we figured we'd jump on today just for a fun show. This is going to be a fun show. This may contain a little bit of alpha. Who knows? But we're just going to be talking about projections, predictions. We're going to be talking about, you know, random stuff here and there. And it'll be fun. We will open up the room. I will go ahead and post a link. So anybody who is listening and wants to join uh, can do so at the last 20 minutes or so of this episode. So we are going to open up the floor. It should be fun. We'll see what happens with it. But in the meantime, we are joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host. Let's bring on Dorian Force. Dorian, how you doing today? Hey, Doug. Every day is a holiday, and I guess in this case, it's a literal one. <laughs> so I'm happy to be here for this special episode of uh, Rare Fun. And seeing it's the seasons of giving, I just, I'm probably just going to give a uh, Cyber Samurai out to somebody at the end of the episode. Why not? There you go. Uh, you heard it here first. This is a giveaway uh, stream. I was not expecting it, but I love it. Let's go. Um, we are big Cyber Samurai fans here on the stream. Um, Dorian is obligated to be one, whether he <laughs> likes it or not. And then, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a big Sam holder. So um, love the stream. We did have Joe. It looks like he disappeared. Um, we'll get him back in. It's a stream, man. You always going to expect Joe to be a wild card. There he exactly. is. What's going on, Joe? How you doing, man? Doing well, but we're almost home. Okay. Hey, All let's right. go. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I might bring you off stage and then bring you back on when you get back home. Yeah, because like Joe's like, yeah, it's even then, it's like there was a slight delay in that one, dog. And I'm like, uh-oh, Joe must be out right now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's always fun. Um, Joe, I appreciate you. We'll see you when you get back home, my man. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into it. We'll hold down the fort until you get back. All right. Okay. Ten right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So today's just going to be a fun show. We are going to talk a little bit about a market summary here. Um, not much has changed since yesterday. We are looking at 207,000 Solana volume. Still holding up pretty nicely. Um, we are seeing some tapering back of volume on collections like Lily. Um, Lily has seen a drawdown in its volume, which is to be expected post-mint. Um, we're only holding about 11K Solana volume over the past 24 hours, which is actually still pretty dang good. Still mm -hmm. being in the top three, um, only surpassed by Utes and D-Gods, of course, because why wouldn't you right now? Um, D-Gods has actually had a really nice pump up in price. It feels like something's coming over on in UD gods, man. Um, we've seen a nice sustained amount of volume. The floor has crept up on Utes. It's closing in on 300 for D gods. And then tubes continues to be the play. If you had hold held one of those things, like I probably should have, but I also made money on Lily with those funds. So I'm not really too upset about it. Um, they're closing in on 200 for tubes. So, um, just looking over the numbers and everything like that still looks good. I'm always weary going into a holiday. I know it is just in the U.S. and not a global holiday like uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or you know, something like that, right? Where we all kind of celebrate across the globe. Um, 
it's curious to see, but we're still we're still doing very well, you know. Um, things look good. Door, how do you think feel about the market right now? Dude, I'm feeling like once again, like cautiously optimistic. We see these little signs of light in uh, bear markets, and don't know when it's going to end, but I enjoy the ride while I can. And like for uh, Clannisworth to be minting on Saturday, awkward day as we discussed what yesterday you just mentioned, but. Hey, I, I think it's going to min out, man. There seems a lot of momentum behind it. We have multiple Googles talking about it. We have Adam 8 sending out a huge tweet about it. So, yeah, man, I think they're going to mint out. And uh, I'm just – I don't have stake in it personally, but I'm excited to see what the price action is on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think it's it, it will pump. We'll have a nice pump off of it, honestly. I, I really do think that Klanosaurs will rip to like 20 or so. Um, mm-hmm. I would say yeah. 20 would probably be my take profit point. And um, yeah, I do want exposure to the system. I'm going to trade it just because I don't trust Solana folk with mm-hmm. the, the short to medium term. Um, no, they will almost always suppress the price. We're seeing it on Lily right now where it's 8.74. Um, seeing it on Lotus Gang. Um, you know, two things that just came out, well, not Lotus Gang, but it was related to Lily. So it's one of those things that, look, people going to suppress the price, especially knowing that... Um, for Lily, that Klanosaurs is coming this weekend. I think a lot of people are preparing liquidity for yep. Klanosaurs. Yep. And, um, you know, this is this is an ecosystem where it's PvP right now. We're not onboarding a ton of people. We talked about it yesterday on that episode. And I do think that there's just going to be um, liquidity cycles going through some of these projects. Um, eventually, I will get back into Lily, too. If we continue to see this downward pressure, though, I would expect it to go back towards mint price, in which case I will definitely be picking up. Um, but I pretty much exited most of my position still have a few. I am holding on to those for free though. Um, some of them I need to get off the books just so I can make sure I break even on those. And, um, yeah, that's kind of how I'm playing the market right now, door. No, man. Uh, for me, I'm not, uh, really actively trading anything. Uh, it's just kind of like watch and see. I am of course looking out for those plays on secondary. As you said, Lily's one of them I do think is a solid long-term hold. So, uh, you've also mentioned whenever we see these mints come around, how we see a liquidity drain because of the PVP. So we'll see the price of literally pull back some to gather liquidity for Klanosaurs. And then once Klanosaurs pops off, we'll probably see that liquidity rotating the pilots if it's coming soon. So it's not really good to hold on to anything. And I'm waiting to that second stage of seeing that pullback to get into some of these projects for the long run. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only play I see right now that looks like it's going to be you know, relatively new. Um, that's going to have some lasting power uh, even through these cycles is Utes. Um, they just, uh, they continue to hold a solid floor price. They continue to go up. They continue to dominate the volume rankings. And, um, you know, they have enough. I Part of me thinks that Frank does a really good job. You know, I know we always want like this good news. Like Lily came out almost immediately saying, you know, like, hey, you're going to want to hold these for the one-on-one legendaries. And, there will be future utility. Um, I think with Frank, the nice thing is as much like uh, criticism as we give him as an ecosystem for spacing all of this out, it's kind of good. It holds stuff up in the in the short to medium term. There is a little bit of swings, but not too many. And I, it's still doing pretty dang well, man. Like it, 112 soul floor price for Utes right now uh, looks pretty tasty. So. I, it's one of those things that, look, I mean, liquidity is going to cycle until some of these projects kind of establish themselves. I do think Lily will. 
Um, Clanosaurs is interesting. I, I do want to talk about it. There was, we brought it up earlier in No Fluff, um, where we were talking about IP rights and like, are you bullish or bearish? I want to get into that because that was something I, I kind of wanted to continue on about. I know Hex joined from Soul Gods talking about, you know, his vision for IP rights. And um, yeah, it's it's an interesting play. But I, as we continue to see this liquidity cycle door, I, it's just one of those things that I'm looking at blue chips again. I, all I'm doing with this liquidity is I'm, I'm trying to stack my soul yep. and I'm, I'm making sure I hold my liquidity bag. And I'm also saving up for some of these blue chips that I can afford comfortably. I can afford pretty much all of them right now. It's just um, I don't want to blow my load right now when I can literally just save up for it comfortably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I feel you on that one, dog. I, I'm right there with you. Like I'm, it's hard to give me an argument for me to convince, uh, to like mint anything or like hold any of these new mints long-term or I just like take that liquidity and buy a, uh, like a D God or a Ute or any of the other things above a hundred soul floor. It just seems like a better, uh, risk reward by picking up like one of these newer collections because they're so new like these higher tier collections clearly have staying power even in the bear market so i'm more bullish on them because they have that name recognition because they have that longevity within the ecosystem and it makes me for, feel more comfortable picking up something a hundred soul by picking up something newly minted for like five which i know it sounds crazy but yeah that's just my perspective on it yeah yeah it it's um I see it's not even that I don't trust these brands coming up. Like I do trust Lily, of course. I, yeah. I will get back into Lily um with size too. I will go into Clanosaurus, I will trade it, and then I will get back in once Solana does what Solana does. And that's that's the whole reason is yep. I, I you know, I'm not gonna be the one who goes against the trend no. of knowing that Solana is going to eventually undercut and floor these when volume starts to dry up. It just doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense. So um yeah i i don't know i'm gonna we'll see what happens with it but i'm i'm very curious i do want to get back into these projects and i do want to cycle liquidity and make sure i'm staying on top of it yeah no i'm right there with you dog i'm right there with you and like you were discussing the price action of youths man the, clearly something's coming and like one of the the i love the point that joe mentioned yesterday about how i think dust might be the play that no one's talking about uh, because you're going to need dust to be able to stake your youth. And when everybody figures that out, you're going to see a large spike in dust. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going through dust price right now. Let's see what it's at. We're at 41 cents. Um, so holding pretty steady, it did rise back up to like 43, 44. And then, um, is back down a little bit. I, this looks bullish to me. Um, especially if soul continues to, Hold. I'm. Well, I mean, we got a nice little pump in Soul back up to thirteen something. Hey, let's go. So, um, and it looks like it wants to cross resistance right now. Um, we'll see if it reaches up for it. But it's nice to see Soul not down. You know, closing in on on single digits. As much as we all would love the idea of yes. buying Soul at single digits, it would yes. also be like, you know, a detriment to the ecosystem and probably prolong our recovery time um, pretty dramatically. So. I'm torn on it. I definitely want soul at a, a single digit so I can buy it, but I hope mm -hmm. it only lasts like two seconds flat. Right. Um, we'll see what happens, but I do want to talk about Clanosaurs. So Clanosaurs, everybody talks about it being an IP play. And I just want to talk about what that means. Like for a lot of people, everybody, everybody wants to talk about, Oh yeah, this is the next brand or IP. And I'm just sitting here like, you know, Salami mommy had a really good point where uh, he was just, sitting there like you know i'm I'm 
bearish on on that sort of play, like short to midterm. He's like, what what do you get from it from holding these collectibles um, that I care about the IP going up? Maybe it's the fact that you get more eyes on it and they want these these NFTs. But if there's no value there, you can't do anything with them. It's not like yes. a trading card game or anything like that. It's not um, you're and you're also having to develop lore behind each one of these 10,000 pieces in order for anybody to actually care about the the character itself is like what's why do we keep saying ip plays are like going to be the future i mean i do think they are it's just like we have to work in a system and the collectible system we have going on right now doesn't make sense dude you hit the nail on the head and i think this is the exact problem with bubblegoose i'm like <laughs> um that's why i'm bullish on the long term extremely very short and mid like i do not see anything what happening with bubblegoose in the near future all the value will come from when there gets more eyes on it from Carl creating whatever he's doing. I'm mean, not creating whatever. When the animated series gets released or launched and more eyes become on it. Same thing with Planosaurs. In the short, I know there's like upgrades and things you can do, but at the same time, it's like, I've been in Solana long enough to know that ain't going to hold people's attention. <laughs> no, no, it won't. And um, what's it called? Sorry, I was getting a, You're good. a call from my wife. Um Anyways, yeah, so what's going to happen is, and what it made it sound like with Bubble Goose, and I would imagine Clannosaurs is going to be kind of the same thing, because animating 10,000 things to fit into a show or anything is going to be nearly impossible, especially for that high level. Like, they're going, it, it would take so much time and resources, and you would maybe get like five seconds of show time if you're lucky. Yeah. Really what you're banking on is that you minted the NFT that will somehow be used in the show that will gain um fame or infamy and that's the one that everybody wants um you're banking on that being basically a rare but you don't know it yet like that's that's essentially what you're banking on that's the only utility when it comes to these ip plays and for me that's just a long drawn out a delayed gratification play that we yeah. just know doesn't work yeah. out in soul and that's the one yeah. thing that i'm like man i want this stuff to work out but like it's so tough and I think we just need to reevaluate how we go with IP plays. Yeah, man, um, maybe even like, maybe not even us. Maybe it's just like the creators. Like, ETH is just more suited for these type of plays. I'm like, I'm I, clearly I'm here on a, it's a lot of NFT show, but it seems like the time horizon for ETH holders are a lot longer than that for Solana. We see these in the things of Doodles. Doodles went, what, three, four months? Now putting out a damn announcement, and they still were at an eighth, so, uh, eighth, eighth floor. So the people don't have a desire on ETH, and maybe these IP plays will perform better there by some Solana. And we can even see this with Adam uh, migrating over to ETH. Uh, because he knows that the holders over there won't be demanding utility and whatever. On Solana, utility means what do I get? immediately for holding this if it's that money then i'm probably going to florida while on eth people believe utility expands a lot more than just the pure dollar value of that and more so it's focused on the community and we see this in the floor price of the larger collections of over there and the lack of tools or different utilities in the traditional sense as we have uh, on solana yeah exactly and i you know i i hope that solana goes away from that that mentality mm -hmm. to some extent i just you know, even if we do, I just think we're building IP the wrong way that it's going to drive value back to pretty much each and every holder versus like you hoping that your your NFT gets featured on a show and then therefore yeah. becomes like the collectible to own um, versus, you know, 
let's say like 9,500 9, of a 10K yeah. collection doesn't get picked or featured in the show. What's what's their use? You know, are they gonna just be background characters? Like nobody goes yeah. out and says, like, man, I I, I want that wish background I had, character. Yeah, I wish I had prisoner number seven from like <laughs> Walking Dead or something like that. No, they all want like um that Michonne or, or you know, anybody mm -hmm. else from the show. And I like it just feels like a lottery play to me that is going to take a while to actually develop because yeah. you only know the show's gonna be successful, right? Yeah. And and that's like I don't know. It is. It, it's just getting it to a sense that, like, yes, I want them to be a successful IP and everything like that. But, like, why? Why do we care as consumers? Really, the benefit goes to the producers because yes. they can circumvent going through the studios and everything like that, yes. trying to get funding and and you know the long, vigorous process there. Where now they're just getting cr crowdfunded. They get to do whatever they want to because they got the money up front. And it's like, okay, well, why do we crowdfund this thing? You know, yeah. like we want to be the change that we see in the world. No, we're just funding somebody else's dreams and, you know, hopefully trying to get rich off of it with trading. And that's why I'm not staying in these positions very long. No, you know, it's, it's a quick great analysis, out. man. Yeah. That, that's a great analysis. And like, it's, uh, and once again, we can even bring this back to Bubble Goose too. Uh, it's just like, there is no guaranteed utility for what Bubble Goose is other than, you know, connection to Carl. But maybe that is enough utility in and of itself, in my opinion, that especially if the show gains some type of notoriety, that might be cool, uh, well worth it. And people will pay for that. But when you're talking about Planosaurus, how far are they out from launching whatever they want to? It's like it's a long time horizon. And when one week is like a year in Solana NFTs, it ain't going to hold up, dog. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's just this weird thing where people are now like standing for clanosaurs and don't get me wrong it looks incredible i'm glad we have mm -hmm. talent coming over to solana but like i don't know what what value are they going to play into the ecosystem mm -hmm. i don't know we'll we'll find out i think how i would go about building ip that would directly benefit holders is more so along the lines of additions um that we see in one-on-one -on -one spaces the reason being is because and I'm, i made this analogy um on the show too is like Bugatti Group just came out with their their luxury handbags and luggage and all that good stuff sort of things. They I guess they minted an NFT. They have license rights with other NFTs like Bored Apes and stuff, where you put your Bored Ape on a on a suitcase and like, who else is gonna buy that? But the person who owns the Bored Ape, you know, yeah. with your Bored Ape on it, the yeah. only thing that people are gonna buy is like maybe a Bored Ape uh, Yacht Club logo uh, yeah. briefcase, you know, and and so it's kind of just an umbrella thing where you know everybody cares nobody else cares about your collectible unless you own the collectible and, and that's like nobody's going to put that on a shirt nobody's going to do anything you're not going to get rich off of it um and maybe ip solves that where you know you do mint something that is featured in a show and that's crazy but um i think of it more in the sense of like pokemon cards right everybody has access to charizard or i guess a handful of people did right? Like a first edition Charizard. So you have emotional attachment across a group of people within the video game. Multiple people can capture Charizard, right? So you have additional emotional attachment, additional people who want to see it. Everybody sees Ash catch a Charizard in the show. And so people love the lore and background of Charizard and like, you know, his little story in the show. And so that fuels people to want to buy these, these trading cards, these, the, the video game itself. And that's what fuels the IP. But 
the disconnect is that the value goes straight back to the company and none goes to the consumer who holds the collectibles unless, you know, speculation arises, in which case those trading cards go up massively in value, which they did. And I think that's I think that's where the value lies is additions of these things where you should be focused on creating maybe like 30 characters who are going to feature in a show, create additions of them. Maybe it's like, you know, this is going to be a super rare one because he's going to be the main protagonist in the show. We'll just have a hundred editions of them versus, you know, a thousand of um, Jesse from Team Rocket, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Who knows what that looks like? But I, I think that's the parallel I draw where you can actually drive value to holders um, because if they do get printed on, you know, merch or something like that, or we're able to, you know, CCO exists and we're able to build realms of like Jesse's background story and that sells and then value gets driven back to the Dow or something like that. That's where I think IP plays come in, uh, come in and you're like, okay, it benefits the creator and it benefits the holders, right? Who are actually making their own creations within that character. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. It's just, it's one of those things that I think about more and more each day when I hear IP plays and brand plays yeah. and I'm just like, what's the point? You know, all you're doing yes. is just getting yeah. the benefit to the creators. Dude, no, dude, that like you put that, you articulated that so well, man. And I guess that's another aspect. I, I so I wasn't getting into Clannosaurus just because of the current state of Solana, but like let's say conditions were good, uh, that's probably the main thing that would have put me off from getting into Clannosaurus. It's just like, okay, they're building this, but like, what? Why am I picking this thing up? It's like, no, once again, no offense against Bubble Ghost, but it falls in the same category. <laughs> It does. I mean, it's it's one of the things that I recognize pretty quickly, the bubble goose is, and we'll talk, you know, I'm hoping that I think Slaticus is going to be down there. I'm hoping Carl's oh, yeah, going he to is. Here we can, we can kind of pick their brains on like, you know, what's the play here? What are we, what yeah. are we doing? Um, And why should we, you know, like if I'm, if I'm talking to my dad or something at Thanksgiving dinner, like why should he care about bubble goose? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it looks like. And we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I don't, I don't know, but um, oh, even Carl might be down there. I know. I, and I just want to talk to him and be like, look, you know, yeah. I know what your goal was. It was to crowdsource a project that you didn't have to answer to any studio and you could just make yeah. like a super crude TV show that, you know, goes off your own ideas, which is great. I can't wait yeah. to watch it. I can't wait to see it. I'm all about that. And eventually they'll develop merch, which they sell and then they get the benefit of that. And I just don't know what the benefit is of being a holder. So that's, yeah. you know, I much rather, um, just plays off the top of my head. Obviously, Tayo, you know, you get benefit there for being a holder on the stuff they build over there. Um, Famous Fox as another one. You know, I think I, Famous Fox had been such a stable coin for such a long time, and now yeah. it's up to 36, and I'm like, good for them. You know, um, Monkey Baby Business, another one yeah. that was a derivative that just, you know, F uh, Finn just came in and just provided massive value to the holders. Yeah. It's one of the most underrated builders in the ecosystem. And another one is Blocksmiths, right? Or Smiths now. Um, I think those are like the four projects that I'm like, well, why would I play these IP brand plays where I could just buy these guys who are building stuff and I see the clear value of it. And I know that goes back to the like kind of contradictory of what I said about Solana, where I wish they, you know, everybody's like, when utility, when utility. Um, I, it's more or less like when value coming back to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, that's that's all I'm asking. Yeah, no, and that's a good question to ask, man. I don't think it's wrong. It's just understanding the ecosystem we're in. Uh, I think that the whole community aspect of like 
NFTs or whatever uh, fits better in smaller collections than one of ones. We see this with Google. It's like, why is Google so valuable? Because of the people that have them. It's like same thing with SMB. Um, also, a new up-and-comer. Uh, I think I mentioned a couple of times, Spellers. We're starting to see that increase significantly. Uh, one a sombrero one was brought by Lieutenant Lollipop a couple weeks ago for 200 One sold yesterday for 99 I think. I almost so, bought it for 108 yeah. Um, or at least put a bit on it. I don't, I don't know what it would have looked like, but that's, yeah. I, I think that's also a great point too, Doris. Like if I'm going for IP and brand place, why not just buy thematic one-on-ones, you know? Yep. Yep. That, that, I think that's a better play than picking up like these larger collections, just because the people who are like spending money on these one-on-one pieces are within the collections are likely to have a tighter community that you can also benefit from than just getting into these larger branding plays. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm such a big, you know, this is where I think these IP and brand plays will become exhaustive. And then people will realize, like, especially once we go through all the PFPs you can possibly make, all the, the IP brand plays you can possibly make or think of, um, and they become exhaustive, people are going to, and I remember DJ Poet tweeted this out, where it's going to be, um, you know, once you once you see all these generative collections start falling by the wayside, people are going to turn to one one on one art, and I I think that's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mm-hmm. looking at all this like, man, why not just support these are one on one creators that are making pennies on the dollar compared to these generative collections and yep. still providing insane value. Proteon, mm-hmm. for example, gave us um, a copy of the bust, like a digital yep. bust of of each one of our portraits of the aftermath. Um, we got a token that we can use yep. possibly for a raffle here in the future yep. for another portrait. Um, we also are getting physical hand-drawn, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's cool. They have like, it's like a robotic arm that uses um, a pen in order to sketch out our, our own portrait. Yep. It's, and I'm sitting there like, man, I got this for 15 soul, 17 soul or whatever it was. Yep. Like I'm getting so much value compared to what I would be getting trying to buy a Clanosaur hoping that, yep. you know, they're featured in the animated short or uh, yep. buying a bubble goose and hope yep. they get featured in the show. That's, I, I just, I think that's more no, of the obvious play. I'm right there with you, dog. And like, um, also, I'm also bullish on one, uh, one of ones uh, in NFT because I think that's one of the best utility for NFTs. It's like just ownership of digital art in itself, man. And getting behind these early stage notable artists, it's like, that can pay dividends in the future if you're racking the right people, and which if you're copy trading bison, you are. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm right there with you. Yeah, the I, I think one on ones right now. This is like the best time to jump into one on ones because soul is so cheap. Yep. Um, it's much easier and palatable to buy a one on one when soul is thirteen bucks, and you can spend like a hundred soul on one, and it's only thirteen hundred dollars. I say only, but it's thirteen hundred dollars compared to. If it was a hundred soul and soul was a hundred dollars, then yeah. you're looking at 10 grand, 30. right? And oh, that's, yeah. that's, that is way more expensive. So, <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's just like, and one-on-ones for the most part, rarely, if you go with a good artist, they rarely sell below what they were bought for. They just yeah. hold their value so much better. I, I just, I'm talking myself into buying more one-on-ones and I don't need to. Um, I think my total <laughs> spend now is at like 400 soul and I'm like, <laughs> Dude, um, it's like I've been so successful in one of ones just because I copied you. It has been great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been flipping editions late. Dude, DJ and Poet has been cooking yeah. lately, cooking. Dude, I've looked at my punks that I bought for like 0.69 soul, and they're now at like five soul a piece minimum. And I'm like, what? 
I bought like these as kind of a meme, you know, I, I just really like, you know, DJ poet's art style. And he's just like, yeah, I, I feel like doing one series here and one series here and additions here. And, um, they dude, he's been blowing up. I love it. I'm so happy for him. Um, that and just going, you got coming in clutch. <laughs> I know, I know, man, that thing is getting its work in. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, bottom line, moral of the story goes, I will trade these IP brand plays if there's hype and speculation around the marketplace. I'm not holding them. I don't care. You know, I know there's a lot of people saying like, you know, we, and I guess Adam saying it, and I do respect Adam, you know, tremendously, but it's like, we, this should be a 20 soul mint and like, we should be supporting them on Solana. And I'm like, I just, you know, yeah, we should, but I just, it, when a studio invests into a TV show, they expect to return. They expect to be able to run ads or, you know, like they expect to have network rights or a percentage of, of merch going forward. Like there is value going back to these studios. Like I am fine having way less restrictions and letting the creators do what they want to do. But value needs to come back to me if I'm investing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Dude, that's but I, it's just point blank. No, no, I, I agree with you, man. And like, that's one thing about Adam that he does well. It's like, even though he's like, oh, this stuff isn't going to have utility, that's bullcrap, Adam. But like, you were given the utility. What utility did Boxing Monkeys have? You're getting five whitelists and one free mint for Ironfall. That's the best utility you could ever get, and it'll probably pay for itself. What's the utility you're getting for minting a, for a 4 by 4 Guess what? A whitelist for Ironfall. So Adam's like, oh, I'm just here for the art, blah, blah, blah. He is, but at the same time, he knows how to provide value back to the holders in a unique way. And not just pure revenue share. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, dude, I, I could not agree more. Like, um, yeah, I'm just so bullish on Adam. Adam's doing it right. <laughs> and, and maybe I'm not giving Clanosaurs, because I, I, I don't want to throw Clanosaurs into the same boat as Bubble Goose right now. Because Bubble Goose, it's just like, bro, you, you have done like very little to return value back to holders. And I know they want to point to like, there was contests, one person's getting flown out to the mixer and everything's paid for. And I'm like, that's, that's sick, you know, yeah. and I, I like that. You know, I, I do like that. Um, more of that is good, but just like, you know, a little something for all your holders is all yeah. we got. We got a staking portal where you had to touch the diamond. And I'm not even sure what that's for anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there like, bro, what, what do we I've get? I've touched the diamond. Yeah. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Whereas Clanosaurs, at least they have this leveling system and, mm -hmm. you know, it looks like that you could, you know, have holder rewards for that and increase the value of your collectible by adding armor or armor swapping or whatever that looks like. Maybe they come out with a game eventually and, yeah. you know, your NFT gets you access to things that other people don't have or you get to use it as a character. Maybe I'm being too critical. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll see what kind of rewards they have for, for holders. But for right now, I'm just sitting there like, I. <laughs> Um, I will trade it. I will get in and out. And then, you know, once I have more information, maybe I'll revisit it. I do want exposure to them, but I will get in at a much lower price than what I sell it for. Yeah. Same here. Doug. Same here. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Being a dead horse here. That is our take on IP plays. I, cause I do think it is such an interesting topic. Um, you know, I know a lot of creators talk about IP plays and I'm like, yeah, you're coming at it from a creator's perspective, not a, not a collector's. And I think, the beauty of web three is when we all have like alignment of incentives. Yes. Um, yep. You know, it's a win, win, win. You get to cut out the middleman of, of the studios. You get to have more creative freedom. We get some sort of value driven back to us and it could be merch. It could be some sort of uh, digital collectible on top of it. Um, you know, who knows 
I just want value coming back to me. And I know yeah. it's really hard to do like in a, you can't just give me dollars back. Right. Like yeah. then we're talking securities possibly. And like, what does that look like? Um, am I now an investor? Is this now, you know, failing the Howie test or something like that? Yeah. Who Like, I, I understand that, but just give something. me something, something. something. I want to feel alive, man. Yeah. <laughs> just give me, I'm not asking for much. I understand. I just, just give me a little something. Can I get some free merch? Like something. Yeah. <laughs> something, bro. I just want some, some value coming back to me, but yep. um, nonetheless, moving on. Um, let's, let's have a little bit more fun door. Let's yeah, talk about, yeah. let's talk about the Solana NFT ecosystem. Let's talk first. Do you think that Solana is going to be higher or lower by the time Christmas rolls around? So next holiday, oh, every day is a holiday. We're going to talk about yeah. this holiday though. Yeah. I think it's going to be higher, man. I'm perma optimist now. I thought 33 was a bottom. Clearly I'm wrong. I, if I had a long open, I would have been liquidated, but <laughs> fortunately I didn't, but yeah. Uh, I would put a long me down. I'm like, oh yeah, we can't get much lower than this. So I, I think we're gonna be higher, man. Yeah, I have I have this feeling we're gonna get some sort of Santa rally. We'll probably go back mm -hmm. up to, you know, mid teens. If we're lucky, we go back up to mid twenties. But Woo! um, yeah, I know it's so That'd be sad spicy, dog. I feel rich again. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to find out. But um, I do think we'll see. We'll see a little bit of sideways movement for a couple of weeks, and then you know we could see a reach back up to like sixteen or twenty-five or something like that. That um, we'll see play out. But yeah, I'm hoping we get a little Santa rally. It's not like we can go much further down, right? Um, yeah. yeah. So I think that's a pretty obvious play. Do you think we're both going the over? I would bet if I was a betting man, I'd say Joe's probably in the same boat that he thinks we go a yeah. little bit higher. Um, I just don't see much more downside, dude. I know that sounds yeah. like. Like I, I'm just battered and broken at this point. Um, you know, I just don't, I don't see much downside now. It's it, you know, maybe we go back down to 11 or something like that. I just, I, everybody's been calling for single digits and I just don't think it's going to happen, dude. I don't, um, dude, I didn't think this low would like the, the black swan event of FTX caused this to happen. So like, so was holding at 33 for months, man, throughout even like, because there was a mini crash within the multiple crashes where everything was dropping. And so it was like stable. It dropped down to like 28 and then rebounded back automatically to 33. So I don't. I think without this Black Swan event, we would have been holding steady. So I think we'll rebound here pretty soon, man. Unless something like else happens, I, I don't see us getting much lower. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hopeful. We'll see what happens. But we're down 95% off our highs. Like, if we are following the ETH fractal where, you know, we're looking at 2017, 2018 as our, our guidelines, um, this looks as close to a bottom as possible. I've bought, you know, um, I've been DCAing in since we hit 13 points. What was my buy? It's like 13.8. Um, and I and I bought a little bit more at um, 11 or so. Um, yeah, it was 11.79 on my chart. So I, I bought in a little bit more there. Um, maybe I'm just a masochist. Maybe this all goes to zero and we, you know, it, it, GG's, we wrap it up. But I just, I, I'm so bullish on soul. I've been Same looking here. at other blockchains and I just, I'm, I'm sitting there just like, huh, really the only one that I think, you know, is making is a different value prop is, is Matic. And that's just because of the partnerships they're making. And, um, shake made that meme the other day that was talking <laughs> about, um, he's like, oh yeah, come to Matic. We have so many partnerships. And it was just like, you know, 
the the wide eye looking over like nervously and it was showing yeah. ftx arena ftx you know sponsoring all these celebrities and stuff like that and i thought that was really funny um because it's kind of true but also at the same time like that's <laughs> that's that's apples to oranges like a partnership yeah. on, on matic is, is a little bit more incentive alignment than than you getting sponsored by ftx because they threw like thousands or millions of dollars at you depending on what kind of uh sponsorship you got so um you know, I don't I don't know what it looks like. That's the only one that I'm really have my eye on. H bar is cool. I think the tech's cool. It's not it's not a blockchain, it's a hash graph and that you know, just nerding out over there. SWE could be something to watch just with move, but I think those are really the three that I'm like yeah. other than that, I'm not really interested anywhere else. Um we do have Joe here. Joe, hey, how yo, you doing, Joe. man? We're good. Hi, Joe. We're good. Sorry guys, been you know, wheeling and dealing the past few days. Trying to get some utilities done in the house, not utility as in NFT utility that we all know, but actual utilities like you know electric, water, that fun stuff. But yeah, I've been listening this whole time though, guys. Great show so far. You got very entertaining, articulate. I'm loving it. Appreciate it as always, Joe. Um, quick question, Joe. Uh, you think Soul's going to be higher or lower by Christmas time? Oh, you know what? If I had to. If I had to take a long or a short for up from this time to Christmas, I would say long. Yep. I, yeah, I totally would. would. Um, I would. Yeah, I just, it just feels like, you know, this is, I, I just, I'm following this ETH fractal so closely. And it, there's just so many similarities. And this was literally like, we, we, we dropped, prob we dropped more dramatically, but we dropped like maybe a week or two after um eth did like the same time frame same time frame same time horizon everything dropped about a week or two after um with our capitulation candle like that true fear candle um down from mid 30s to no, almost 13 12 bucks or whatever that was that was the fear that was everybody was selling off everything and um then we rallied from there we, we started finding our range high i think i think we're gonna you know by christmas or so we'll get a little bit of a santa rally and um you know, come, come March, April, we'll start finding our range high and then, you know, we'll see where we're going to be at for the next year, year and a half. Um, that, cause that's, it, it will be pain for the next year. I, you know, I, I see a lot of people saying it's going to be shorter than six months or something. I, I think too many people calling it too many people are calling for single digit. soul. I think we're going to just be stuck in like a range, whether it's from uh, 11 to 37 yeah. 46 maybe even yeah. but i i think that's probably going to be our our range high and then we'll just go back down and we'll we'll see it happen once more i've been telling everybody you will get a second shot at um these teens souls um if you want to wait so no bison i i couldn't agree more with that man and i think it's important to really zoom out guys and, and look for weekly structures to start to build before you go crazy right like a weekly structure will build right a pennant a try something will start to build on the macro, then you can feel better going on to those lower time frames and finding entries. But like I said, I think, dude, there's a real good chance that that capitulation, capitulation candle on on the weekly will be ate up and we'll be back to $33 in the, in the near future. And like you said, I think that range is going to hold true, right? I think the weekly on Solana right now is telling the, the story. If you look at that this weekly candle now and where it wicked out from, if you do run a, vol a volume profile, you can see it bounced where it needed to, right? We, we kind of expected that, right? It's the last really bundle of buys before you get into that 9 then $5 
So this is a good thing and a bad thing, right? Like we know that there was bias to sustain this. Now we just have to see what sell pressure is looking like. But obviously with BTC over 15.6, I feel a lot more comfortable for alts in DeFi. I really do. I think that slow range for BTC has people moving out back into DeFi. Just because it's a bear doesn't mean the cyclical nature of traders changes, right? It's the same thing. It's just at a more of a micro scale. So yeah, there's that like Bison, like you said, man, like early in the show, there's gains to be made here, even though where, you know, it's not bull. There's still plays to be made. <clears throat> yeah. The name of the game is stack and soul right now. I mean, it is. You want the most shorthanded way to make money or wealth over the next two, three years is going to be, and it's not even soul, right? Like you can transfer it into Bitcoin. You can transfer it into Ethereum because I think those two plays will forever exist right yes. now. I think they just have so much of a network effect. That you might, even though I think, you know, ETH technology is for dinosaurs um, yeah, and no pun intended with Clanosaurus minting up here soon. Um, I just think like it will always have people that have so much liquidity in that system. And it is such a reliable network for DeFi in the, the bigger sense, not microtransaction sense. I think we will take that throne eventually, especially with Fire Dancer coming up, that there's just yeah. so much to be bullish of with Soul that I just, I see a network, I see a community, I see um, the potential, I see enough catalysts on the horizon that, it's it's hard not to at least think, and maybe we don't hit all time highs again. Who knows what it looks like? But you, I think we will see triple digit soul again. And if you're if you're longing from here, you're looking at about a seven x. You know what I mean? Like um, that's the risk to reward ratio right there. I yeah. mean, come on, right? Who knows how long bottom than top here, guys? You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was just about to say the same thing. I was talking to a shake earlier today, and then like because I've been DCing it, DCing at these levels like right after. Like we had that uh, capitulation down to what, like 12 or something. So I've been DCing, picking up two soul every day for a while now. And I'm like, the risk reward is just too high. Like, let's say soul does go to zero. Like, okay, and I invested like 5,000 from DCA. Sure. But back to all time highs, I think is what, 20X, if I'm not mistaken? Like 270 was a soul's all time high. So you're telling me it's like, if I DCA in 5K, a 20X on a 5K, like, dog, oh, I'm sitting good. So, like, yeah. the, the return is too solid. I'm like, no, nah, get out of here, man. You know, it's yeah, funny. It's I, I had a thought today, guys, right? And I was like, you know, the under just undervalued assets and, like, why paradigms of buying. And I was thinking to myself today, like, yeah, it's clear to us, right, to DCA in here to Solano because we're either builders or users and consumers of the technology on the forefront, right? So we see it clear as day. Most people we know buy tokens and let them sit on an exchange, for the hope of go up and sell. They're not utilizing the under uh, underlying technology base, right? So like, I think that's why we're so ahead of the game with Solana because people are going to start to use Solana and still not know, but the interfaces are going to be there to let them do so, right? It's going to be a Web 2 experience for people to come and have gamified experiences on Solana just because our transaction speed and everything that we have here. So I just thought, you know, that's it's just funny to think about how how it's easy for us to have conviction and someone that's a normal trader not to, right? They're buying Matic, they're buying all these other coins just for the process of price go up and not using the actual technology. Because if they did, they'd realize Polygon takes two hours to get your money moved anywhere. Uh, you know, you still can't even see a, a NFT on on uh, MetaMask, right? Like it's like these little things I think people don't realize because they're not utilizing the underlying technology like we are on a daily standpoint. But that gives us the upper edge, I think, to have the yeah. I 100% agree. Um, yeah, I. It's just like it, it. 
just feels like such a good risk reward ratio. And we get such, yeah. like we're getting this for such a prolonged time compared to $80 ETH. It feels like like we are getting this for a couple of weeks. We'll probably get it again. You know, it, it, like $120 ETH was the next range low um, back in the, the bear market. I got to check my numbers again. Don't quote me on that. But like you got close enough to 80 that you're like, man, we saw it already, you know, range back up to 320, 400 um, during its bear range. Like, why can't we do the same thing? Why can't we go to 40 bucks? And and I'm just I think this is such a good RR play. Um Quick note for everybody that's watching, if you're listening on podcasts, I'm sorry for this, but we are opening up the room to bring people up. If you guys do want to join, come ask questions, come chill with us. We do have a few more fun questions just to kind of get everybody's sentiment check. Um, this will be kind of a primer going into Christmas, and then Christmas we'll probably do a 2023 predictions, um, talk about like what's going to happen for Solana, um, you know, other NFT ecosystems too, while we are primarily a solana channel uh we we start to do get involved with eth bitcoin all that good stuff um we'll see what happens with it we do got our favorite fan up on the stage with us curve how you doing man hey, what's up, hey how you doing what's up coach i'm doing good doing good i was just i was in that easy space earlier too listening to like them talk about uh like the whole uh merch thing and ip so it was kind of interesting to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, Easy's Easy's always got good takes on it. I know Easy was talking about other blockchains too. When um, I was over there, I only got to listen for like ten minutes or so when I was when uh, this morning. But uh, give us a little synopsis, cur uh, Curve. What was he? What was he talking about? I only caught like the back end because I was coaching. And I was still trying to ride my bike home, but I was listening to like them talk about how. A lot of people don't care for merch, which is something I think we've talked, uh, you guys have talked about before, like merch not being like a big player per se. But if it looks good and yeah. it doesn't seem like merch, then it's actually a good play out for, uh, I guess, for the product. And I've, I've seen some products like, I mean, no offense to even products that like even Nekazuma, but it's like the huge Nekazuma logo and it looks like graffiti art. And I'm like, that could have been played off a little bit better to where it doesn't seem as NFT. But then you get something like Lily where it just has the Lily and like the curse of it doesn't feel like it feels like real streetwear. Yeah. So yes. I do understand like the whole hating and loving merch thing. But I think it's just there's different avenues to like all these NFT things. I just think people are still trying to figure it the hell out. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I know Door's Door will will say it too, but I'm gonna go ahead and front run them. Um, that Cyber Sam merch is is top notch. It doesn't really like just scream it in your face. It doesn't throw it in your face when you wear it. Like it does have the subtle Cyber Samurai. I love the shirt has the cross katanas or katanas and on the side, and it's really kind of like out of the way, but also like a good stylish point. Um, where I, I wear it out in public. My wife hates when I wear it out in public because it does say Cyber Samurai still. And they're like, God, they're going to think you're such a nerd, which I am. And I yes. wear it proudly. But um, yeah, it is. I mean, it's really good merch, man. And I think merch done well. Liberty Square did it well. Um, Cyber Sam did it well. DJ and Apes. Yeah, DJ and Apes. And Lotus Gang just came out with theirs because it was the last thing on their roadmap. And some people got Lily List for that. So that was cool. Hey. But 
I um, like yeah. that. But, you know, my take on, on merch is, is this. I love merch, right? I love my D-Guys merch. I love – dude, I have so much Stone Date merch that I still have, right? Because I used to be a big player in them. And, like, I'm, I love merch. But don't make it the main value proposition of your project, right? And then get all these millions of dollars of funding and then expect people to be okay with lackluster DHgate merch. Like, we've all been out here, bro. We know what you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, that's okay. I'm good with that. If that's just on the back end, make it free or, or, or make it utility token based so it's basically free, right? That's cool with me. But it, I don't like when merch is at the forefront. Like, you know what? The Lotus was really cool, right? You buy a hoodie for 60 bucks, which is like, you know, for soul, and you get the whitelist on top of that. Like, that's cool, you know, an added utility, but that's not the basis of it. So that's my take on merch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. It's like what bothers me is when people come out with merch and it's like lackluster. Um, I'm a huge fan of Wells, but their shirts really weren't out that good. Like it, it felt like the material was bad on them. I like the designs and stuff on them, but it's like just the, the shirt was bad. Like, come on, guys. Like, it's not good. Well, then on the opposite end, you have DAA where things are subtle, like you were talking about, Curve. Uh, all they have is their logo right on the chest. It's like, nobody's going to know what that is. And, like, the material is solid. I wear my red hoodie all the time because I ain't got my Cyber Samurai yet, one yet, but that's coming up. Uh, but the material on it is solid. Even the T-shirts. It's like, I bought the hoodie because I got the T-shirt, and I'm like, man, I'm just looking swollen in this. Let me go ahead and buy the hoodie. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Big door over here. Um, Let's go, door. Them biceps. <laughs> them crabs looking nice. Them Dells, I see you, kid. I see you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo curve i got a question for you real quick because i want to ask the rest of the group but i'll ask you first since you're our guest here um what is your favorite play under 10 sold right now uh favorite play under 10 sold i've actually just started buying into uh a little bit of dust just because oh. of the last couple plays and then i'm waiting for scrap to get down but i haven't really bought like trying to buy too much. I'm waiting for Clayno so I can see if it drops under eight or nine and then jump in and then get back out and then uh, just kind of hopping around. I mean, I bought a couple Pepe's, but that's just Cyber Sam stuff. But other than that, I just – I don't really see anything big under that 10 mark that's really worth looking into too crazy. So, I mean, I don't have any, like, crazy plays right now. Dog, those are two amazing plays in the ten, dog. <laughs> those are really good. Sure, yeah. bro. I'll give you confluence too. I'm in a dust swing as well because I'm, you know, I don't like giving X's, but let's say I'm looking between, you know, seventy-two and eighty-two cents on the micro. Like that's, you know, in the next couple of weeks, so that'll pay off sixty percent quick. And then macro, you know, you're looking at a run, run back to the to that volume profile of ninety cents. So that's not a bad play at all, my brother. That's that's beautiful. I I, I love the dust play right now. I think, um, you know, no rotating. no one's thinking about it. No one realizes it's right in your face, just like pilots were, just like scrap mm -hmm. was. It's the same thing, you know, it's right there, but it's not flashy yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I also like the call curve. I mean, like there, there's, there's a few plays under 10 soul that I like, but um, we'll get to those in a second. I'm going to kick it over to Joe. What do you like under 10 soul? What is your favorite play under 10 soul right now? Oh man. All right, favorite play under ten soul. That's a that's a hard one. You know, I I'm also in a scrap and dust play already, so I wouldn't give you that. But I'll be honest with you, if I could get a Lotus Gang and a Lily for under ten soul, yeah, I'm all in. 
So my, my eyes are on that project because I do think, man, a Lotus is a basically a blue chip OG at this point. Like you, you got to give it that it's been there. It's been capitalized on it's given back to its holders. Um, so yeah, that's, you know what, that's a play for me. If that, if that can somehow get under 10 soul bids hit or something, I'll, I'll scoop a Lotus and a Lily, a combo one for one under 10 all day. Okay. I like I like the call out. I think we could see that after a nice, you know, everybody's going to take Thanksgiving off, right? Like nobody's going to be buying unless you go Black Friday shopping for NFTs for all your family, <laughs> which you can, you know, maybe help out the ecosystem. Y'all onboard new wallets, all that good stuff. I'll be giving out some NFTs this year. But um, yeah, let's kick it over to you, Dor. What's your favorite play under 10 soul right now? Man, I might be a little biased, but Cyber Samurai, dog. <laughs> I knew it was coming, bro. I knew it was coming. I'm telling you, it's like out of anything it's in this market, it's like I'm bullish on Cyber Samurai. Why? Because I'm freaking working on the damn project. So it's like I'm bullish on myself. And Shake and I have so much coming uh, at the beginning of the year that I think a lot of people are going to be excited for. Um, can't speak too much about it. But, yeah, man, they got a lot of things cooking. And then we also have the Cyber Samurai event coming up in Miami. So it's like for some reason if you're a straggler and you haven't uh, – um, are going to be in Miami, you haven't reached out to me, or you win the uh, giveaway at the end of this episode, and then you're in Miami, hit me up so I can make sure you come out to the event because we're going to be giving away hoodies. Bison's going to be there. Curve's going to be there. Easy's going to be there. Some Boogles are going to be there. And a whole bunch of other Sour Samurai holders. So it's I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Dorian, tell the people how they can win this Cyber Samurai giveaway. How are we gonna how are we gonna determine this? Yo, I was gonna ask you how we gonna give it away, man. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just giving it away. I don't know how, but I'm yeah. giving it away. Oh, honestly, I probably just gonna pick her. <laughs> he was the first one he has always. There you go. Ta-da. Yeah, all right. Man, we didn't even announce it, but Curve, congratulations. I vote for curve. Curve. Look, I'll give Curve one and then we can give somebody else one. <laughs> Oh my goodness! We're just giving away NFTs at this point. They're worth thirty bucks. Woo! Um, actually, forty bucks, fifty bucks even. We're closing oh, in on fifty bucks per yeah, Sam. Hey, you get a Sam. You get a Sam. Yeah, you get it. That's a full day's. That uh, that's at least two meals. At at least you can take yourself out. Um, you know, have, maybe have a nice dinner. Maybe have a nice dinner. I could probably finagle a nice dinner for under fifty bucks for two people. I don't know. Yeah. we'll see. But. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe go ahead and retweet the, the Twitter page, the Twitter video. If you guys are listening to this, retweet the Twitter video, um, that is streaming this right now on my Twitter page at Bison Trades. Um, go ahead and retweet that. We will wait an hour after we finish streaming and then we'll look at who all retweeted it and we'll go from there. That sound yeah. fair? That sounds good to me, man. I'll still hook yeah. you up, Kirk. Just DM, DM me your uh, address because you're like always in the show and you came up on stage and we greatly appreciate it. So Number one supporter, Coach Curve. Him and Bolt. Bolt has been around for forever too. Um, God bless. You guys literally been with me since I just like solo stream. So I appreciate you guys. But um, yeah, okay. My play under 10 soul. There's a lot. I do think the Cyber Samurai plus six Sush is under 10 soul, and I think that's a good way to get involved with the ecosystem. And then you still have soul left over to make the plays that we make in the dojo group chat. So, you know, that could be some, or maybe you buy Dust, because I, I do think that that Dust call is good curve. Um, I still think it's a good value right now. And then I am looking at Liberty Square. I think the Sinister wow. Squirrel Syndicate, the Squirrels itself, maybe not the Hollow, but the Squirrels. 
everybody's taken away by the hollowed because you know who knows what they're going to come up with next for the hollowed but squirrels you just always buy og collections they're still present still kicking still doing stuff um they've been holding that that eight high eights like low nines floor for a while now and they're just a few announcements away from from you know rocketing up to you know a mid chip somewhere in that mm-hmm. 20 range i think that would be a play for me um that i like between now and especially by the end of the year um i think they'll come out with something so squirrel's probably up there for me i like sam's call um i love the lotus and, and lily if it gets down to a 10 total um which i think it could i think i think joe's on something it depends on how long they have between announcements right now because everybody's getting you know it's that new thing on the block everybody wants to buy it they're like oh yeah i want to i want some lily i want some lotus gang and then you know, maybe a few days go by without announcements, especially into a holiday. And people are like, eh, I'm done with you. You know, it's like Andy throwing away the toy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely looking after that. Um, last question for you guys. Then we'll wrap up the show. If there's going to be a project that supplants D gods as the number one project on Solana, who is it? I'm going to go over to curve first. Actually, we'll, we'll go we'll go curve last. I want to go with Joe first, then door, then curve, and I'll give my final opinion. Okay, so it's Utes. Uh, people forget they're two different entities. People, like I heard in space, like, how, well, you know, I want to be able to be like Harry Potter, and you know, all the different sectors are different, but they're the same entity. I'm like, no, they're different entity guys, different teams. They want to surpass each other, right? There is some overlapping team members, but the the mission, the the IP, the LLC, the incorp, all all their legalities are different, right? Different entities. So my my bet would be Utes in the Solana ecosystem. It would be Utes. That's my okay. answer. Kind of a cop out, but I love it because that's probably the most obvious <laughs> obvious call, right? Um, <laughs> Dorian, what about you? Who do you think supplants I, them as number one? Other than Cyber Samurai, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to say Tayo, man. It's like, I swear, Tom is able to execute on Graphite and everything with Pilots. I think that they have a shot of really rocketing to the top. Fair. I like the Tayo call. That would probably be one of my one of my calls. Um, let's go over to Curve. Curve, if you can pick one, what do you think? I mean, I, I would probably think it'd either be Tayo or, or DAA, just because oh, of... Yeah like all the cupcake stuff that's been coming out. And then like, they just, I guess they're hiring a C or a, a director of something production or director of something for cupcake. And so they're starting to hire a lot of people for cupcake. So I think that just that, just that little bit of a push there might be a big like, catalyst for DAA doing something, whether it's the apes or whatever it is. I, I think that they could probably be like the next group to move like that okay okay so we got we got three different answers i i and i love it because i like all those calls um i like the title call i'm probably gonna say smb will take back the crown um i i do think that you know with all the the deviation of you know will they won't they go over to eth or bridge to eth will they you know just do airdrops over on eth and um you know i think i think that like some people will consider that SMB going back to their roots, returning to Monk will uh, will be the play, and they'll they'll regain their crown. They're actually like ripping right now. They're up oh, they're at two twenty five. Crazy, um, yeah, they're crazy volume. And and honestly, like 
I I don't even remember the last time SMB was over two two hundred. Um, so yeah. them holding two twenty five and continuing to go up, really interesting to me. And I do think that you know Monkey Dow is just going to be one of those that has a, it's just the OG Dow on Solana. You know what yeah, I mean? It is think about yeah. if they actually said, okay, we're going to spice it up and put an actual roadmap in place or an actual, like, you know, V3 Monk or something. Bro, that, it will propel them in. So, like, yeah, already just just generally as an OG stable coin, they got this vo- vo- this volume coming in and, and volatility, right? Because people, that's a safe place. They, But imagine them coming with a catalyst on top of that. So, yeah, I think that value proposition to beat what you just, just really blew my mind. I'm like, yeah, that they have a really good chance to get past D-Gods. Yeah, I think if anybody succeeds doing it, I, it's I would I would put money on SMB and Tayo would probably be my two Utes. Yes, I do think that the Mystique and Allure will probably capture some people, but I think ultimately D Gods will still um, you know continue to hold the the crown over them. Um, maybe in the short to midterm, right, Joe? Because we're both traders like at heart, like we think more in the short to midterm when we're making these plays. So I, I would agree with that. But um, I'm gonna throw out kind of my dark horse. And, and and call blocksmith um oh, i think i think blocksmith could be and possibly even a famous fox dude i i think people underrate famous fox like tremendously i think i think famous fox now that they have these crazy customizable um i don't know if you guys have seen some of the upgrades on famous fox um i saw scooby's uh fox the other day and it looks so good <laughs> like this it looks so good um so I, I love it, man. I, I think I think it, it could be a play there. Um, but I think Blocksmith, the reason being is because, you know, Anatoly and, and Raj have been on on record saying, like, they're some of the best builders in the space. I don't think they've gotten their stripes or their stars yet. Um, I think eventually they will. They built out a pretty successful uh, launch pad with Bifrost. Uh, we've seen three pretty prominent um, plays come in with uh, – well, fruits was short lived because what was the value prop of fruits? What you're gonna get your own juice box? Juice like, bar, come on, yeah. best utility <laughs> ever, juice bar. I, I love the ambition. At least they're trying something different, I guess. But um, then sentries, I, th- I still think sentries like low key is kind of a cool play to me. Um, and then Sharkify, Sharky is the best lending platform, um, yeah, in my easy. opinion, hands down. So I, I do think that Smiths could cook up something i think they're probably one of the best multiple plays but um, that's a good bison that, they're waiting to the new year i was actually in a um i was in a spaces with him with alex kryptonaut frank and somebody else and they said they're basically waiting till the new year but they're working on big innovative stuff and they'll start pumping marketing into the new year so like that's another play like you said wait for that trickle down buy the low you know what i'm saying when things seem to be really quiet and then wait for that pop and i think that's another great play that's really good yeah yeah i i mean those those are probably the most like obvious i smiths and and famous fox would be the dark horse but famous fox has been around for ages now they're finally getting some trait deviation like to me they they seem like doodles but actually build something um like their art kind of reminds me of doodles but they actually do something for the ecosystem um rather than make you the consumer but um yeah i just got a new tool that they're one of their guys just made up for royalty paying and like Tayo and these guys are going to start utilizing that. And then, you know, holding so many foxes, it kind of makes it free for them. And then like, so you have this kind of buying pressure from this avenue as well. I think it's a tool that a lot of people are going to use and be like, oh, okay, did you pay royalties? And if not, here you go, check your wallet in, send it to this and you're good to go. 
and your Discord role is good to go and, and everything's righteous. So that's another tool to look out that FFS building and I think implementing already, if I'm not mistaken, which is yeah. I think going to be a value builder. Yep. Those, those, those are my plays. I know I kind of copped out too, and I didn't pick one. If I had to put money on one, it'd probably be SMB. That would be my safest bet. Yeah. But you know, those, those are the dark horses I wanted to introduce to everybody that if they aren't on your radar, you probably should put them on there. I do, I do believe that we're in a bear market. The builders will thrive here. And um, those are some of the best builders between Tayo, famous Fox, um, uh, blocksmith and then even monkey baby business dude i they're ripping right now they're also ripping. Yeah, that is another one that is cooking right now so yeah um, we had somebody drop in the cyber samurai chat about monkey baby business a while ago uh he's a well in cyber samurai and there and yeah monkey baby business absolutely take out who was it b lou was the lou uh, yeah i think it was b lou yeah yeah yep um yeah i good people over there man that's a good community so um guys Want to wrap it up, Curve? Thank you so much for coming thank out. You, Curve. Oh yeah, man. Me on here. Yeah, of course, man. Well, I always love talking to to um, listeners, especially an avid one like you. I'm pretty sure you've like never missed a show, and if you have, <laughs> like you you always listen to the podcast and come with questions. So I appreciate you, um, you know, being a, a great supporter. We appreciate yeah. it tremendously. Yeah. The world could use more Curve. So um, <laughs> yeah. thank you guys for letting me on the show. It was great being on here. Finally getting involved. <laughs> That's oh, right. Man. Can't wait yeah, to see I'm going to make a short of you, man. <laughs> Your take on the merch. I'll get that posted probably tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving tomorrow, bro. They take the day off. You can get on the weekend yeah, or something real. like that. Enjoy you guys' Thanksgiving. It's great to be up here. I got to get out of here, though. Yeah. Right. We'll see you. We'll great see you in the morning, bro. Coach, legend. Be safe, homie. Um, guys, pleasure as always. Great show. Um, I enjoyed it. Shake said he's listening to Rare Foot in the shower. Um, good for you, Shake. That might be a little sus, but you know, I'm 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 here for it. I, I appreciate you having commitment, bro. Commitment. Um, well, let's go ahead and sign off, wrap it up for the day. Any other alpha you want to give going into the weekend or anything like that? Um, yeah. I'm gonna let you guys have final statements. We'll go with door first, then Joe, and then we'll go ahead and wrap up the show. Best alpha I can get is touch grass. I swear that that's probably the best alpha you're ever gonna get on this show. <laughs> yep yep go watch a little world cup yep. hang out with family touch some grass uh watch some football tomorrow and and saturday and all that good stuff it's rivalry weekend we're playing tech we're gonna absolutely smash them can't wait um joe what you got for us all right so my one piece of alpha guys if you're trading crypto or coins btc 16.5 will be a triple top if it's rejected again on the four hour six hour so just watch that. Just 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 realize that. And if you're in any trades, you know, stop losses to break even or in profit. And there's probably going to be some volatility coming into the holidays, guys. So just quick heads up. Yep. I would agree with that. I'd really love us to get back over uh, 17.5 personally. Oh, but yeah. um, that would that it's would be that would I'm actually long on a lot of alts. And if we hit 17.5, I'll take profits there on BTC. Yep. And I'll feel way more comfortable over 16.5. If not, I'm keeping those stop losses very tight. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens with it. But um, yeah, I would, I would, I would back Dorian. Go touch grass. Go hang out with family. This stuff will still be around here. Um, we can't go much further down, so don't worry about anything. Um, unless you're an avid trader like myself or Joe, in which case we're gonna be panicking at the Thanksgiving table with trading view on our phone saying. Oh shit! I should not have been long here and um, cutting our losses. Hopefully, have stop losses in place. 
But that about does it for us on this show. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving if you're in the States. If not, go find a turkey. Come join us at the, the Thanksgiving table. It's it's just a great holiday to 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 you know support one another and, and show thanks. I'm thankful for you guys. Um, thank for you too, Doug. Yep, and you as well, Doug. Thankful for Absolutely. all the, the supporters out there. Like Curve coming up on the stage. We appreciate it. We may open up the stage a little bit more here in the future um, and just get some takes. But that about does it for us on this show. Thank you guys so much for watching another episode of Rare Fud Radio, our Thanksgiving special, our 30th episode. We appreciate all of you guys. And um, please make sure you retweet the tweet that has um, the stream in it. Um, you know, however you want to do it, if it's just a regular retweet, quote, tweet it, whatever you want to do, uh, we will make sure that we give out that Cyber Samurai as well. And uh, go enjoy your holidays. I thank every single one of you and have a great rest of your day. Peace, everybody.